Live from my voice saying this, we present a wheezing, <laughs> groaning sound. I didn't write an intro. <laughs> I forgot. The reason is, is that we are talking today about Tomb of the Cyberman, and I took nine pages of fucking notes. <laughs> I you're forgiven. Yeah, uh, so jo- joining me is John Rain and, um, and uh, Tom Neenan. Hi, guys. Hello. <laughs> so, Hi. Sorry about lack of intro there. I just want to no, say, Paul, love the intro. Oh, yeah. thank you. <laughs> <laughs> God damn you, Rain. <laughs> um, now, before we, before we dive into Doctor Who Tomb, Tomb of the Cybermen, I must tell you what was on your road uh, fuzzbox that day. Please. Um, <laughs> Can you tell us what's on TV as well? Yes, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Lonely Nights in Devon. Um, here we go. So, um, if you're watching BBC One, yeah. um, uh, things started off, because it is 1967, so programme started at 11 o'clock. <laughs> 11, 11 o'clock of the AM with Gardening Club. It's Gardening Club. And Percy Thrower grows tomatoes by ring culture in his greenhouse bed. Oh God, I hope you didn't know he's back. <laughs> What, throwing all those Percy's? <laughs> it sounds like he's growing tomatoes up his bum hole. It, it almost sounds like he's growing tomatoes via his anus, doesn't it? <laughs> I hope they didn't get vandalised. I tell you what, whoever oh, did this, dear. mentally ill. Well, if I, if I just bend over now, get a tight shot, and you can clearly see there's some, there's some powdery mildew around them. <laughs> Percy, we don't want to see. Well, you know I've got this gun, don't you? <laughs> you, you wait till next week. It's courgettes. Um, now, <laughs> after Gardening Club was bloody ruddy grandstand that ran oh, well, forever, yeah. forever mm. and ever, mm. um, until five fifteen, and then it was jukebox jury <laughs> with guests Beatrice Lilly. Anyone? No, no. no. Uh, Georgie Fame, uh, surely, mm-hmm. yeah, and Keith. Skewers. S-K-U-E-S. Skewers. Skewers. Or Skews. Who's Keith Skews? Keith Skews. Anyway, and then after that was Doctor Bloody Who at 5.50. Yes. It's Doctor Who, it's Tomb of the Cybermen. It has wow. a lovely little write-up for you, Tom. Oh, it yeah. says the Doctor meets Professor Parry and his archaeologists on the planet Telos. The mm-hmm. expedition is there to unearth the remains of a cyber of the Cybermen who died out long ago. Oh, mm. did they? Mm. Tell you what. Nice. Tell us more, tell us more. <laughs> did you get that to Fatardis? Tell, tell us more, more tell, tell us more. more. Percy's you, grown uh... some tomatoes. <laughs> <laughs> the new poet, l- poet laureate was announced today. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. John Ray. <Ring. laughs> <laughs> Oh, Jesus H, that's beautiful. Um, should we just leave it there? Um, no. Goodbye, um, everyone. Goodbye. <laughs> anyway, after goodbye. that was um, was uh, the Musketeers. No, sorry, Ooh. it wasn't the Musketeers. No. Uh, I can't read my handwriting. It was the oh. Monsters. I beg your pardon. Oh. <laughs> Very different show. Very Rob different Zom- show. The, the one directed by Rob Zombie. Yeah. yeah. With Sylvester <laughs> McCoy, of course. Sylvester McCoy. Yeah. In 1967, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The Monsters. And it, and it just says this. A, a, a friendly family of weirdies... Mm. <laughs> yes, oh, exactly. weirdies, weirdies. That's uh, so... Out of interest, obviously this is not the uh, the, the subject of the podcast. Uh, Monsters yeah. or Adam's family? Where do Adam's we land? family? Adam's family. Adam's uh, family. 
when I was a kid, I preferred the monsters, but now I think mm. I'd prefer to watch an Adams Family thing. Yeah. But although that new cartoon's fucking dog shit, so <laughs> they should, they should leave the Adams Family alone now, shouldn't yeah, they? they? Should, yeah. Well, yeah, the Wednesday's really meant should. to be very good. The TV series is out today, but, isn't it? But it looks like it's just uh, Wednesday it. goes to Tim Burton's School of Weird Children. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. It's all going to be snakes and spidery, skittery, mm. jittery. Mm. Oh, shut <laughs> up and grow up! <laughs> 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 Sorry, you start watching Nightmare Before Christmas and they're like spiders and things, and you're like, "Stop it! Yeah. Grow up!" And everyone's yeah. like, "Slap him! Slap him once really hard!" <laughs> Fuck's sake! Everyone's like, "Oh yeah, Sorry. Sorry, everyone. Make a fucking adults film for once. <laughs> and then he makes one. You're like, "Ah, no, stop making." Films. Yeah, that was rubbish. Haven't <laughs> <laughs> been anything decent since Batman. Put a cork in it. Um, Anyway, um, a little bit later on, <laughs> was, um, was something called the, Ma- the Man of Nine Million Parts. <laughs> what does that mean? Uh, nine well, million cops. This yeah. isn't going to help because no. Tom has rightly asked, what does the Man of Nine Million Parts actually mean? Well, yeah. according to the blurb, it says, on the eve of the 99th TUC meeting in Brighton, Kenneth Harris, <laughs> Kenneth Harris gets to talk shop with George Cock. <laughs> no. So happening? that's the man of a nine million parts. I don't understand. Did you say Keith Harris? No, um, <laughs> Kenneth Harris. I beg your pardon. I ain't that T U C. I ain't that, that cock. <laughs> Kenneth Harris gets to talk shop with George Cock <laughs> on the man of nine million parts. Like you get under the counter. It's just utterly baffling. Anyway, on BBC Two, um, the programme started earlier than BBC One. They started at 7... Th- no, sorry, much later, 7.30pm. Oh, my God. 7.30 in the evening is when BBC Two started off in 1967. Oh if, somebody yeah. did, if somebody you know didn't like get up until 7.30pm... That you 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 assume they're depressed. Tell you what, they'd be a bloody student, wouldn't bloody they? Bloody student, yeah. oh, too bloody right. Yeah, yeah. someone else has some, literally have to send someone around to broadcasting house and wake them up. Get yeah. up, BBC, <laughs> get up. You're late doing your programmes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh. Okay. Anyway, so they started at seven thirty of the PM. Jesus Christ! With uh, ten minutes of news, and then <laughs> ten, ten minutes of news, and then was a show called Show of the Week. Oh, yeah. And it just says, Vicky Carr visits and brings one of her guests. Brings off one of her guests? <laughs> no, and brings one of her. Oh. Vicky Carr visits and brings one of her guests. Okay. <laughs> Vicky Carr. Great. So that was show of the week. <laughs> that was the, and, uh, the week had to offer. And if you're still baffled, um, don't worry, because next stop is Angel Pavement. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> Angel, Angel Pavement. Pavement. A- Angel Pavement. And okay. it's part three, Arabian Nights. Oh. That's, no, it. Was. that's it. <laughs> I can't even begin to any if that's a drama, if it's a. It's a been very night. odd. I got up and watched the TV. It started at seven thirty at night. I watched Angel Pavement and then switched over to watch the Nine with Nine Million Man of Nine Million Parts. <laughs> hey, I'm not paying my bloody license fee it was anymore. The summer of Love, though, wasn't it? So. They're all, they're all <laughs> smoking their hashish. Yeah, Angel Pavement, part three, Arabian Nights. Bloody I imagine hell. the Angel Pavement theme was like a sitar, like... Meow, meow, meow. Oh. Angel Pavement. We're going to find... <laughs> Hello, we're we're find Angel, Angel Pavement. Angel Pavement is a... 
horrible sex act or something, but it's oh. uh, in a <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I went to Thailand last week and Jeff got an edral pavement. God, blind. <laughs> yes, quite. Well, after that was the yeah. Deadly Arts. The oh. Deadly Arts. Oh. Yes, and it says this. John Reed looks at sculptures, dolls and dummies. <laughs> Good for him. <laughs> that was the Deadly Arts. Imagine trying to get that commission now. <laughs> Unbelievable. There'll be some dolls and dummies then... coming up in the uh, story as well, won't there? Oh, oh yeah. there certainly will. And we certainly talked about a massive fucking dummy in our previous episode. Mm. But never mind that. <laughs> um, it's now 11.15. You've finished the Deadly Arts. It's time for the midnight movie. It's time for the midnight movie. Mm. But very annoyingly, it's at quarter past 11. I wish they would put that on at midnight. Um, <laughs> and it's called So Long at the Fair. Yes. And a write-up says this. A young woman comes to Paris with her brother and vanishes. Oh. <laughs> and that man was okay. David Copperfield. Yeah. <laughs> and there, so there wasn't much joy, I'm afraid, but that was your television goodness on BBC One and BBC Two, but we're not here to talk about that, are we? Well, I was going to say, maybe it was a typo. Maybe it was varnishes. The, yeah, it could be. Mm. Yeah, let's do that again. A young woman comes to Paris with her brother and vanishes. <laughs> Lovely. Uh, so we change the Paris to Poland, and then it can be like p- p- Polish. No, that's oh, yeah. oh, a young woman comes to Polish with her brother and vanishes. <laughs> <laughs> now that might be angel pavement again. I'm not sure. Oh. What's going on here. Oh. <laughs> anyway, we're here to talk about the Tomb of the Cyberman, which was on TV on Saturday, the second of September, oh, I should point 1967. Out, by the way. Sorry, I should point yeah. out by the way that in Japan, angel pavement is known as bukkake. <laughs> well, Sorry, carry on. Well, there you go. Well, that was part. It was part three of Angel Payment, so I presume it came in six parts. If you pardon the expression. <laughs> anyway, we came in we six open. Parts. Yes. Oh yeah, I'm in nine million parts. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, we open, of course, on the lovely little tiny little model of the Tardis. <laughs> oh, looking really cute. And um, yeah. I'm presuming this is um, because we're, the, the Doctor's doing that lovely thing which all Time Lords get to do, which is show his new assistant around the TARDIS. Yeah. Yes, so this is, is, in this case, this is Victoria from the previous story. And she does that, why it's much bigger in here and all that sort of thing. And why is there a, why is there a recorder up your bum and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> um, and you also get that thing which I love when you with Doctors is um, the Doctor reveals his age. And it's always a bit different every time. Mm. And this time he says he's, he's around 450 years old. Mm. Mm-hmm. Which is quite nice, isn't it? He's 450 at that point. Yeah, he's is, going through like his t- teenage doctor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh, God, yeah, completely buy it, yeah. Mm. Yeah, because previously he was 4 million, so... <laughs> he, he's actually Benjamin Buttoned in, in some sense. Um, and the doctor tells her... Yeah, the doctor immediately tells Jamie to take her into another room and get her clothes off, which is very odd. Um, it's because she's in an inappropriate garb, I believe, from yes. obviously her previous adventure. Do, can we... Can Tom, you probably might know. What was the previous story? Do you... Oh, so I, uh, it was either Power or Evil of the Daleks. Ah, um, oh, okay. I can't remember which one it was. Yeah. Right, Eo. Okay. And then we immediate, immediately cut to a lovely-looking rocket ship. It's a nice little prop, that. Now, this that is how you real. know that there's an episode set in the 60s because everyone's talking about rockets. Yeah, it's all rocket ships, isn't mm. it? Yeah, absolutely. Spaceships is now the politically accepted way of saying... Yeah, back then it's a rocket, rocket ship. ship. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Um, it There's was evil of the ship. Daleks, by the way. I just want to get that evil out there. Evil of so. the Daleks. Thank evil you. Evil of the Daleks, yes. Mm. Right, so there you go. So we cut to a rocket ship in, of course, in the in the usual bog-standard Doctor Who quarry. And we meet a massive expedition. This is the problem with this story. There's too many bloody people in this. <laughs> it's like Peter Jackson's Hobbit. 
Oh, it's like 30 people. It's really insane. Um, and they point. are an expedition, and they're trying to find the entrance to the um, city of Telos, home to the Cybermen. My question is, why? Why? Why go well, there when you know who the Cybermen are? Because they've obviously heard of them. Um, well, and we find we out all know later that they've not... got a plan. Well, well, two of them do, yes. And yes. there's a bomb, yeah. there's very bomb connection to this episode twice. Mm. Is there? Yes, the, the large black gentleman... <clears throat> Yes. He's uh, Quarrel Jr. in Live and Let Die. Is he? Yes. And the evil one who wants to uh, let the Cybermen out, he's one of yeah. the two professors in The Spy Love Me who get blown up in a helicopter. Ah, ah. that's great facts. Yes. Love it. Uh, well, yeah. Obviously, Toberman as well will make his uh, another appearance in Doctor Who uh, as um, as the the once again not speaking uh, large man in um, Terror of the Autons as well. So he, he ah, was, there uh, you go, there well. you yeah. go. Okay, that's fair enough. Um, so there's a massive expedition, and, and I'm already panicking because there's too many of them. And they, you film them for <laughs> slightly too long walking up a hill, but this, which is yeah. nice. um, <laughs> it's very nice. And they and um, they they um, they put some dynamite down and do a big explosion and go. Well, nothing's happened. But then they find a very high entrance, mm. a very high entrance, which they all go up to. <laughs> and one bloke goes, yeah. "Well, I'll open this yeah. rather huge mystical gate into the city of Telos," <laughs> and immediately gets electrocuted. <laughs> oh no! Shocking. Yes, and then, but and unfortunately, we don't get to see the TARDIS materialise, but we hear it very gently yeah. materialise. Yes, and someone says, oh, "I just saw a ship land," and you go, "Well, technically, you didn't see it land; you saw it appear." But I, I'm not here to quibble. <laughs> I'm not here to quibble. And then um, the Doctor and Jamie immediately come out and uh, to have a look around, and immediately get caught by the expedition, like immediately, and mm. f- literally foot out the door. Oh, sorry, and they get caught. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I've the just Doctor got his goes, "Look." As well. Dodger's got his lovely cape on. He's looking all yeah. the beautiful hobo elements that we love about him. Mm. And he immediately tells tells the expedition that he's just going to come and join them. <laughs> yeah. And they all sort of go, well, hang on, who the hell are you? Yeah. And they all argue for a bit. And then they go, oh, well, you're here now. Yeah. <laughs> it's lovely. It's, it's very, very English. Yeah. yeah, it's very mm. English, isn't it? Mm. Um, and uh, so the doctor then goes up to the door and he says, um, oh, don't worry. Um, let, let's get the brute to manually open it. I don't, he doesn't call oh, yeah, it a brute. Yeah, that's a bit but, grim, isn't it? Um, mm. It is a bit grim because he thought, well, if he dies, it's fine. Yeah. Um, and yeah. so he, he gets him to open it and he does. that proper gets open the door. <laughs> and, and they all go into the sort of what looks like the sort of top floor of Telos. And it's a really yeah. lovely looking set, I oh, think. I love it. Yeah. It looks really beautiful. Mm. It looks really lovely. Um, and um, they find two doors and a hatch. <laughs> and the doctor does what only the doctor can do. He goes, well, I'll open that. <laughs> oh, Jamie. Uh, and he opens the door. For them. Like, there we go. Yeah. But leaves the hatch. Leaves the hatch. And then immediately goes, well, we need some peril now. So shall we all split up into about five teams of seven? And make this episode really complicated. I was getting major Prometheus vibes from this episode. Oh, yes. 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 Completely. Is it Vinder as well? Is it Viner? The um, yeah. There's, Viner. there's Viner, Hayden, yeah. Professor Quarry. There's yeah. so many people in this. There's so many people Viner in this. Viner is um, is the one who plays the clairvoyant, isn't he? In in uh, Planet of uh, Oh, of course. Planet of the Spiders. Planet of Spiders. Yeah. And, ah. and he looks like he's terrified from the second that the uh, yeah. story starts. Yes. He's absolutely petrified immediately, mm-hmm. and he never. Yeah. Stops. He doesn't want to be there. He time. wants to get out. Yeah. And to be honest, he's the voice of sense in this because he's like, but you, you, we've all we've all heard of the Cybermen and what they used to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why yeah. are we going into their city? I tell, I tell you what, they, they should probably 
probably be getting one of Elon Musk's cyber trucks to go in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, probably crash and blow up. <laughs> Acme truck. <laughs> Tony, Tony B. Liar. <laughs> Golden brown, more like. <laughs> so the doctor says, I suggest we all split up. And, oh, 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 and, and, and does all that. So Viner, Hayden and Jamie take one door and the doctor takes another door and then five of the other fucking people take another. It all just gets very raw. And then, and then Viner is actually very scared and remains with the women. Um, yeah. um, and um, he doesn't like Victoria at all because she's a woman. And he keeps saying, oh, get, get, get out of my way and you can't go in there. You're a bloody woman. And your tips will that. make everything blow up. <laughs> exactly. No, I'll see your bottom and lose my bloody mind. <laughs> that sort of thing. And once Jamie's in another room, he finds a little cyber mat. Does he? A little tiny cyber mat. I hate it. Yeah, you hate it. Oh, but you know what? I don't mind that compared to the larger ones we see a bit later yeah. because they've got fuzzy felt mouths. They just look fucking yeah. stupid. <laughs> like and, boil- and boiled eggs for eyes. <laughs> they've got yeah. boiled eggs for eyes. And they all look like... Do you remember Morph had a little family of them with a little brush that ran around? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they all look like that. And now there's this amazing bit where the Doctor basically does some... Um, does uh, thinks thinks aloud about well uh, if we did that that and that then you could get in through the hatch and uh, but I wouldn't do it it's very dangerous and then goes oh, by, by the way that's how you do it there <laughs> sort of, sort of causes all the problems to happen in a weird way yeah. by going well that's what I would do but I wouldn't do it it's very dangerous so they go well actually <laughs> doctor we're going to do that ha 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 and he goes oh no you should not oh dear um, and so it's just ridiculous. Um, um, and then, yeah, so the doctor proves his genius with maths, warns against using all the equations, but they go ahead and they activate the main controls. Meanwhile, Kaftan. Um, yeah. Also, it would be no, fine if basically if they, they hadn't like set themselves up as being brilliant logicians and basically said, like, we are the best at logic in the whole of the planet. And then they yes. can't solve a simple problem that looks like one of those things that you have in a doctor's waiting room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're absolutely right. And then you get a little bit of, oh, hang on, someone's not quite right. One of the ladies in the expedition is called Kaftan, which is a very uh, unfortunate name. Yeah. Um, she sees Victoria <laughs> sort of inside one of those sort of like Cyberman-shaped cyber chambers, and she thinks, oh, I'll lock her in that, will be a laugh. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like screaming inside, but she's all muffled. Mm. Um, yeah. Meanwhile, Jamie um, is in another room, and he, he's just noodling around with buttons just for fun. But he activates a sort of groovy 60s cyber wall, which is all, yeah, man, yeah. love power, love power, <laughs> yeah. And he gets mesmerised, doesn't he? He gets all like, can he stop looking? Oh, no, etc. It's a bit like um, when I was first shown uh, Two Girls, One Cup. It's, that, <laughs> it's the same thing. <laughs> 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 Two Girls, One Cup. Two Girls, One Cup, Jamie. Let's do one time, Lord, one assistant. <laughs> <laughs> no, Doctor, no! Then you're on the inside, isn't it? Come on, Jamie, you've, you've got easy access to drop it in with your kilt. Come on! <laughs> sorry, so sorry. So Jamie sort oh, of gets, yeah. like, mind, mind befuddled, um, yeah. doesn't he? And they switch it off. He's like, I didn't know what I was doing for a second. I thought it. I was <laughs> on a farm in Yorkshire. <laughs> <laughs> I thought my contract had been renewed and I was not on this fucking show. No, um... <laughs> I'd gone on holiday again for a couple of weeks, but that was a heart <laughs> <thing really>, so. 
<laughs> Meanwhile, in the other room, the doctor comes in. He goes, "What the hell is Victoria doing, trapped in a cyber chamber?" And releases her. Yeah. And she's like, oh, "Someone, I don't know how that happened, Doctor." And she's like, "Oh, yeah, well, yeah, sure." Um, <laughs> Meanwhile, Professor Parry is working on opening the hatch. Mm. Yeah. Yes, so you've got three yeah. parties now in three different rooms. All sort um, of doing um, the same thing as well. All yeah. sorts of investigating, <laughs> pulling levers, without yeah. really a fucking care in the world about what yeah. happens in a very deadly city full of deadly foes. But that doesn't seem to be the problem. Um, mm-hmm. And now Jamie decides with his, uh, he's got someone with him, and I can't for the life of me remember which of this, these characters it is. It's one uh, of Hayden. Them. Thank you. Him and him and Hayden goes. There must be something to this. So this time I'll look at the thing. And you mm-hmm. pull the switches, and then you won't get mesmerised. I won't get mesmerised, because what I'd rather cleverly do is I'll between <laughs> my fingers. Ah. <laughs> oh, that scientific method. Yeah. So Jamie pulls the switch, and suddenly, and this is really cool, I like this, hmm. a Cyberman yeah. comes out the side, like a sort of like um, cowboy. <laughs> bang, down, down, down. Um, and you're like, whoa! But then a gun appears, and poor old Hayden mm. gets shot. Mm. Finn, end of episode one. You're like, what the fuck? <laughs> and the episode endings in this series are a bit better, aren't they? Yeah. They're a bit quicker, although there's still somewhere where um, they go... Doctor, still a little bit of dwelling. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, Doctor. No, careful of that. But you don't get Doctor Moore's <laughs> jazz trio to end every episode. No. That was the week that was. That was the Doctor that was. It's over. Let it go. So in episode two, Hayden is dead. Yeah. Mm. Viner, yeah. you're right. Um, Tom starts panicking even more. We should leave here. We shouldn't be here. The doctor mm. reveals that the reason why he was shot is because they're in some sort of rudimentary target practice room mm-hmm. and thinks it's probably best that everyone regroups because they're in a massive city of death. <laughs> um, <laughs> the professor then thinks, actually, I know it's lovely that we've all regrouped, but I'm actually going to um, aband- uh, abandon this whole expedition. A member of our party is down. We need to leave, don't we? So what happens? Yeah, very very sensible thing to do. Yeah, but my um, Kaftan does a little nod to her henchman. Um, And what's he called again? I always forget what he's called. The henchman. Um, That's it. And he disappears. (laughs) He disappears out of shot. And what what he's done is he's gone and he's messed with all the rocket pumps and all that, Mm. so they can't bloody leave. Cheeky, mm. yes, <laughs> yes, dearie me. So now they realise they're bloody trapped there, and it could take up to three days to repair. So Vine is now going mental. We can't stay here for three days. Yeah, you know, this is ridiculous. And, and the doctor is already have like a nervous breakdown at this point if he has to stay yeah, yeah. for twenty minutes. <laughs> Yeah, he's definitely getting ag- agoraphobia, agoraphobia, claustrophobia, all of it at the same time. Um, <laughs> and the the doctor is already clocking um, Kaftan and her henchman. He, he's already sort of like, eh, I think you two might be rotters, but I'm not <laughs> going to say anything at all. There's this loads of this, and the doctor goes, well, I want you to see what happened. And it's like, yeah. well, yeah, nine people got killed, doctor. That's what happened. <laughs> That's what happened in World War Two, doctor. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Hitler wanted to see what happened, and look what fucking happened. He's all that, well, I, you know, I'll give you the equations. You shouldn't use them. Well, you did. And I just want to see what happens. <laughs> What's going on? Anyway, so um, the hatch is opened and um, everyone enters except Victoria and uh, Kaftan because they're ladies and they're not allowed to go and investigate because they're women. Mm. And their boobies might get in the way of peril or something. <laughs> um, we might all come in our pants. Yeah. <laughs> we might all have an orgy. It's like... Um, Finally, you've changed your tune. Um, um, <laughs> and so all the men go down to do some investigating and Victoria stays at Kaftan and immediately Kaftan spikes her bloody drink. Mm. 
awful. Spikes her drink with her drugs. Yeah. Mm. I, I mean, is it is it Spectrox? Do we think is it Spectrox? Oh, <laughs> probably not. No, probably not. Hasn't no. been written yet. Um, and so Victoria immediately gets all sleepy and the hatch is closed she closes the hatch and traps everyone down in the tomb it is the tomb yeah and they find this lovely and this is a kind of I mean it's 1967 this is a cool looking set for what they've done isn't it I think it's great this massive sort of edifice of of ice with all the Cybermen trapped in and it's really creepy when they come out as well Oh, it's amazing when they mm-hmm. come out because obviously what they've done is obviously they can't afford ice, so they just put polythene yeah. and rip their way yeah. through. But they look bloody great, I think. Mm. These Cybermen, I think mm. they look great because oh. this isn't this isn't the um, this up, isn't or... the sort of blender on top of their head look. No. <laughs> yet. And also, it's not that they're not fucking flying around and they haven't got stupid cakes. Yes, yet. yes, there's none of yeah. that rubbish. So they're well, reactivated. You know when uh, when they go and they get the the cyber controller mm. and he's yeah. like, he's crouching in the same way. You know when John Cleese does that weird thing in Forty Towers where he like he beca- he crouches and then yes. like, jumps, jumps around. Up and down. Yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. He's I thought position, I thought he basically. was I thought he was going to begin the generation game. With I was Bruce just say that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And then with that amazing voice, go, I mean, his voice is like it's like they got Stephen Hawking uh, to come in and do it, isn't it? This Cyberman voice. I've got to say, I love the Cyberman voice in this it is sometimes very hard to tell what they're saying yeah but it's a bit yeah. scary I mean if you but it's really kid, frightening yeah yeah, it's mm. really it's like it's like a ZX Spectrum loading or something it's yeah. so odd I don't know how they made that effect but it's brilliant that way they talk like this it's also thin, reedy. there's also yeah. some visual effects in this that look quite impressive for the time yeah brilliant like much yeah. better than 30 years later yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which tells you so much yeah it's just yeah. mental so it's Klieg that actually melts the ice tomb revealing the Cybermen this reveal is brilliant and I love the fact that they all have to climb down their little ladders to get out oh. it's so sweet <laughs> they're basically so sweet and parochial. with Hoover pipes on them yeah <laughs> brilliant and your cyber leader's got this weird sort of egg-shaped brain. It's so He ugh, looks like if horrible. you bought a Cyberman Easter egg, that's what it would look like. <laughs> He's a kinder surprise, isn't mm, he? Mm. He's a kinder surprise. Um, and I love that they didn't... It's so good. In loads more Doctor Who's later on, you always see a villain in a mask. You just see their gob underneath it. You're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> In this one, they put this lovely sheet of metal that opens up when he talks. It looks so cool. It's like, wow, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. brilliant. It looks so good. Just that prop. It's just so nice. That sort of thing. It's so cool. I love it. It's like um, when you go to the post office and you've got to like you got to hand in your your papers underneath that little hatch. Yes, and they like open it and stuff. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's where you have to poke it through an invoice. Oh yeah. Oh, imagine a Cyberman in your local post, post office going, queue number four, please. That'd be amazing, <laughs> wouldn't it? It's not... It's not... Yes, I need my DVA. <laughs> Online. Oh, thank you very much. Um, so the ice tomb is melted um, and um, Viper um, refreezes them for some reason. Oh, yeah. Viner says, Viner says we, can't, we can't let these fuckers wander around and starts to refreeze yeah. him. So Cleek shoots him. <laughs> with a gun we're just like not like a ray gun with no. like a bullet yeah. gun that with just a proper him. old fashioned gun doesn't it yeah. one yeah. point yeah. say you know Luger. what this is and it was like yeah, yeah. it's a gun yeah <laughs> it's one of those guns that you've yeah. got there I've yeah. seen that yeah it's one of those guns that hurt people mm. Ah, well done, yes. I will now fire it at you. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's one of those bullets that kill. Um... (laughs) 
How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. So he shoots him. This is ridiculous. Um, and so, um, and then Cleek then goes, ah, well, I'll, I'll reactivate the ice tube so the Cybermen will have to come out again. Hi. Yeah. Uh, which is really good fun. All <laughs> um, this reactivating the uh, chamber. Um, yeah. Oh, meanwhile, back up, poor Victoria. She's still a bit groggy. And the, Jamie must have given her the little cyber mat and she put it in her bag because her bag is a twitching. Hmm. A yeah. bag's twitching. <laughs> twitching on the floor. It is. Yeah. Doesn't Victoria yeah. also absolutely just kill a Cybermat with a gun? Not like a she does, gun, yeah, at one point. And it's sort of like it. in the face as well. It's like if you close up in the face, like, fuck you! It's like, all right. Victoria, in your handbag, there's a Cybermat, but there's also a rocket with a bee trapped inside it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you've, got a, you've, got, you've got a rocket launcher, launcher, rocket launcher, mace. Jesus, she's too up. <laughs> Precursor to Ace, Victoria. Yeah. Oh, these love eggs. Cyber love eggs. Cyber love eggs. And there's a toy in everyone. No, that's Kinder. Um, anyway, so um, uh, Victoria sort of comes around. Now bloody Crafton pulls a gun. So it's her and Cleeg that are the villains now oh. of the piece. With, with their own op- operandis brandy, uh, so to say. Mm. So they pull mm-hmm. a gun on Victoria. But the Cyber Mat escapes and makes a sort of squeaky voice and Captain goes I can't cope with squeakies and, and collapses yeah <laughs> <laughs> when I was in the war it's basically Uncle Albert when I was in the war yeah. <laughs> um, he was in the uh, and then, the dreaded plasticine wars yeah. <laughs> when I was in the blue tech wars alright right. Um, and then Cleek finally goes I am the baddie of this Doctor Who episode um, let's get all the cast in There's, um, hang on let's get everyone in there's 42 43 four. right you're all here um, I'm the baddie and I'm going to use Cybermen to become king of the world or something it's not quite clear but it would be amazing with their technology I will take over the world research done very little mm. research very little research and the doctor said well you, you shouldn't do that it's fucking stupid I'll <laughs> fucking kill you you prick but without saying so it's the words. idea that the um, he's part of this people the brotherhood of logicians and yes. they want the power the sort of might of the Cybermen could the brotherhood of logicians not like hire an army or just something other than de- defrosts and ancient I thought they were called aliens. the logic circle <laughs> I was going to say, it's, is it that they just want the Cybermen to help them do like tricks? Is that what it is? They want to go down, saw a woman in half thanks to Cybermen technology. Bag of auditions out of this Cybermen's bum hole. Yeah. <laughs> oh, look, there's Percy Thrower. Yeah. <laughs> 
Take a look at these kumquats. Percy, no! Um, <laughs> Have you seen me plums? <laughs> So Klee goes, uh, with these Cybermen, I, they, I will harness their power. We'll probably strike a bargain. And you just go, this is the, the undoing of every Doctor Who villain, isn't it? Is it? Mm. Now I'm working with the e- Now I'm working with, sorry, what are you lot called? The evil always kill everyone's. Yeah, but now I'm working with them. They'll, they'll help me. And then midway through, they go, now we are done with you, Biff. Um, but he, you know, he's got to he's got to learn that lesson later on. Yeah, so um, all the cyber army come out of the unfreeze from their sleep. Um, Victoria warns um, Captain of the of the cybermat attack, but um, mm-hmm. and she actually manages to shoot it or sort of stun it, I think. Um, and then the yes. Cybermen reveal their cyber leader, who's in his own little antechamber, isn't he? Yeah, knelt down, which is lovely. And uh, Kleeg says, I released you! And the cyber leader grips him very hard and says, you will be like us! And it's neong without neong. It's a fin again. It's yeah. fin. That's the yeah. end of it. <laughs> it's one of their gradual fade-outs that they that have. Was yeah. was. <laughs> that was who it was. That was Doctor Who! So the cyber leader reveals that actually it was all a trap, and they want Wanted them to come because they were looking for the cleverest people to to um, sort out all their logic puzzles and all that. Because once they've got the cleverest people, they will enslave them and use them to for their own nefarious needs, which is I, a nice idea. I think this is a two-episode story at best. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think there's two episodes here that could easily be one. But I think if right. you compare that to uh, if you compare this to the Aztecs, then I'm getting I don't similar know. vibes. There's this. Uh, the end of episode two and most of three, I was bored out of my mind. Really? <laughs> and then four, it all kicked in and was good again. Fair enough. Well, I'll, well, I'll try and whip through it then because I've got so much. <laughs> um, you got how many eight, nine so, pages of notes you've got to. Uh, yeah, to bloody hell. So, so the Cybermen <laughs> are like, I'm in charge. I'm going to freeze you all. And then when we're ready, we're going to convert you and you'll become our slaves and you'll become like us. And you're like, ooh, that's evil. Um, yeah. Meanwhile, Kaftan um, is, um, uh, she's sort of woken up, but she's pretending to be unconscious because um, American Guard Man, I don't know oh. who he is, but one of them. Can him. we talk about American Guard Men? Yeah, please do. American yeah, Guard yeah. Man. Hi. He keeps I'm calling Victoria America. Vicky. Hey, Vic. Hi, Dad. Like, Stop I'm calling me Vic. I'm uh, Mr. American. I'm here to fly and let you drink coffee and hot dogs. And I live in New York. So the stars and stripes. The same. Mark Carrigan's dad in Peep Show. Oh yes, of course. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> he's uh, not who it is. But he's not uh, American. Yeah. yeah. No, but when he says um, cabbage is Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> it, turns, it, it turns out that him and his crew, the guys are like doing the rocket, are like the hired muscle for the uh, expedition, aren't they? But I yeah, listening to yeah. one of these actors, not Mark Corrigan's dad, the other one. Apparently, he's mm. Austrian. Is he? So he's doing an American accent. I'm from New York. Yeah. <laughs> that, that explains the Home large. of the schnitzel and the, oh, I know. <laughs> Explains the large pronunciations of the American words. I think. Yeah. Hi, y'all. I'm from Hi. Yippity Yappity, Texas. You are come yeah. back. Now you here? Yeah. Son, I say, son. Has anyone got You ain't dollar? no chicken hog. <laughs> I wish to buy so, some falafels. No, not falafels. <laughs> some taffy. Taffy. Some Venus some Schmitz, I mean, hot dog. <laughs> soda water. <laughs> Etc. Oh. Um, they're, they're, they're um, dreadful. So, 
Hmm. They are, but you know, that, it's forgivable. It's hmm. fine. He's you know, he's doing his bloody best with what well, he's got. Well, obviously, Mark him. Corrigan's um, Mark Corrigan's dad will later turn up in everyone's favourite story, Paradise Towers. Yes, so, um, well, of course, yeah. yes, yes. He's subservient yeah. to Briars. <laughs> yeah. So the cyber leader is now saying all his plans. Jamie takes the opportunity to slip away and escape, but is immediately lasered by another cyberman. Oh, <laughs> right in the sporum. Um, and then a fight and then a fight breaks out and um, um, the big thug man lifts up a side man you can see the wire it's so oh, obvious it's, it's really well um, done yeah. yeah yeah and then <laughs> sort of throws him across the room you're like wow yeah. he is so strong they should have done a mm-hmm. Benny Hill cut shouldn't they whereas he lands and it cuts <laughs> to him being a real man again yeah yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like a goodies fast forward cut. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, you have tiny little. Well, if it was a Cyberman being thrown, he'd, he'd wake up and there'd be little Cybermats going around his head. Yeah. Beep, 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 like birds. <laughs> Meanwhile, Captain um, uh, grabs the gun that, um, that Victoria had and holds Victoria and the guards at gunpoint because she knows that Cleves yeah. revealed his plans. And they're now like, they're, you know, we're taking over. But she's overpowered and the hatch is opened and they all climb back out. And the Cybermen give chase. They give they give mm-hmm. chase, but they all sort of manage to climb out just in time with the Doctor right at the end, and he gets grabbed by the foot. He's oh bloody hell, no! Oh. And that, <laughs> is that when Victoria gets handy with a gun? Fuck off! Yeah, yeah. whacking that thing is pretty intense. Yeah, and they do that with the judicious use of smoke bombs, which um, mm-hmm. is me- I, I always thought the Cybermen would go yeah, so what? Yeah. But apparently. That, you know, and, <laughs> You know, I mean, at least they weren't coughing, because that would have been weird. Yeah. I'm guessing coughing. at this point the gold thing wasn't a thing. Yes. Yeah. I don't think yeah, it was. Yeah, was that introduced that in Revenge of the Cybermen, I think? Well, the first time I came across it was the... Is that the Tom Baker one? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Gold, gold kills them, which, you know, back in the 80s, you just run into the nearest Ratners and you'd yeah. be fine. Oh, no, hang on. Anything <laughs> of gold, did not it? Worst Mr. place to T go. Would, uh, yeah. Mr. T would... Yeah. Mr. T would give them a hug and they'd... Yeah. <laughs> So they've all now they've all now escaped the hatch, going. There's bloody side men everywhere. The cyber leader there. It's all nonsense. We left we left um, Keeg down there because he's a rotter. And then Keeg comes up and he starts knocking on the hatch. Like, let me out! Let me out! And they go, "Oh, go on, they let him out. Why? Why let him out? Hmm. He's pulled a gun on him and said, I'm going to dig over the world.' Yeah. <laughs> and guess what happens when he gets out? <laughs> the same again. He pulls a the gun s- on them. He <laughs> pulls a gun on them straight away. Yeah. Meanwhile, the side men downstairs like, "Look, we can't get out the bloody hatch. Let's send out three Henry Hoovers. I mean, three cyber mats." Um, and they just look so stupid. I mean, they really terrible. do. Bless them. Mm. I think the smaller one looks sort of more effective, but the, when they're sort of like shoebox size with their fuzzy felt. <laughs> oh, they just look yeah. yeah. And I love the way that they're right. You need to go to the surface and they're sent up little chutes. <laughs> little tiny, like little access ramps for them, mm. which is right, really fun and very 1960s. Um, and the doctor bending um, over and they go right up his bum. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh no! Oh, luckily I have. Oh, luckily I have two. Creek <laughs> <laughs> now goes. Not only have I got a gun now. Not uh, I haven't got one of those rubbish earth guns. Mm. I went into that bloody mm. weapon room and I picked up that cyber gun. <laughs> and so. now he literally thinks he can take over the entire world because he's got one cyber gun. Doesn't that cyber gun <laughs> have an interesting sound effect as well? <laughs> it kind of does a little. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh, is it a bubble? Like I, I, I can't remember. Please write in if you remember the sound effect. Yeah. So he stood there and he goes, right, I've now got a cyber gun. Everything is going my way. I suggest we all have a lovely sleep. <laughs> and everyone goes to bed. That's mad. Episode three. Well, everyone's going to bed. 
It's just really funny, but the doctor stays up and goes, oh, something's going on. I shouldn't have let this continue, really. And Victoria's like, no shit, Doc. Really? Yeah. You, you literally gave them the keys to this. <laughs> but there you go. Um, and so they're all a, having a nice sleep. Yeah, please. Yeah. Please say something. <laughs> please. No, there's a lovely scene, uh, which is actually quite rare for this thing, with between Victoria and, and the doctor. Um, where oh, the Lombarda. Yeah. <laughs> All's from Len a ten. Um, <laughs> where he like comforts her, and it's quite yes. a nice little moment, isn't it? It's sort of very, it's so doctory in a way that sort of is quite rare for this, which is just him being quite sort of avuncular and quite. Nice. Yes, and it's often done with new companions, isn't it? And then literally three episodes in, then he's like, "Where's Victoria?" The doctor's like, "I don't give a shit." Because <laughs> that's what happens, isn't it? If you go on more than three adventures with the doctor, yeah. then he yeah, then he really can spend two episodes going who. Oh, yeah, sorry, yeah, fuck. I have no idea. He's very much like my nan. Like, if I used to stay over at my nan when I was ill, I mean, literally, my nan was a doctor, but yeah. he stayed at my nan. She was very much like, if it's Friday night, hey, welcome, Saturday, yeah, right. have a nice day. And then Sunday, it was literally like, when are you going? <laughs> if it was my nan, God bless her, she had a habit of singing everything that she did. So she'd be in the kitchen oh. going, she'd be going, making the tea, making the tea. <laughs> And then pouring the tea, pouring the milk. And if the doctor was doing that, that would be brilliant, wouldn't it? Flying the tardies, <laughs> flying the tardies. Unfortunately, that is how she was arrested for murder. Yeah. <laughs> 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 buying a gun, buying a gun. <laughs> Excuse me, madam. <laughs> so the, everyone's sleep is now disturbed because the three yeah. bloody um, cybermats come up and they're all like no no actually it's more than three now there's like loads and they're oh, surrounding them yeah. and there's yeah. and obviously they, they can't move very fast because obviously the limitations of what they've got but they can leap on you oh. <laughs> that's good isn't it uh. <laughs> John doesn't sound convinced um uh. And they can leap on you. Uh, they don't seem to do much. And then the doctor goes, quick, pull that massive um, electrical cord and we'll electrocute the floor. Don't worry, it won't affect us. And you're like, okay. Sure. All right. I'm not convinced <laughs> about that. Because the floor is literally smoking. And yeah. Everyone's fine. <laughs> floor is so lava. Everyone... Floor is lava. Yeah. Fl- the floor is the Rani. <laughs> really, you, I mean, this is just a boring point. But really, you yeah. want one of these little, um, you know, Cybermen on wheels. You want one mm. to kill one of these 58 people just to yes. show that they're a threat. Yes. Because they're yes. just yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, they haven't done anything yet. All they've done is they grip them hard and they've sent up little shoeboxes. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you yeah. are right. They're just bothersome, aren't they? Rather mm. than they're yeah. bothersome, really, but they sound cool and they kind of look cool. Yeah. Um, so all the Cybermats are destroyed, but then Klieg um, uh, and uh, Kaftan appear together, say, look, we're working together. We've got a cyber gun. In fact, let's see how this works. Points it and fires, and that's the end of part three. And, you're like, and that's Ooh. when we get the... Um, he points it, then there's like a ten-minute pause, yeah. and then someone yeah. goes, Doctor, watch out! Yeah. And then it ends. Doctor, no, oh! Oh, no. Oh, oh God. God. He's got the gun in hand, man. <laughs> and then you just hear a... <laughs> Hat! <laughs> We're going to have to film the whole episode again. <laughs> We've got to fart in the gate, lads. Fart yeah. in the gate. Well, no, no. Who was it? It was Peter Fart, of course. <laughs> just one more thing. Just, just, 
<laughs> just one more episode. Yeah. <laughs> Kabumbo. He <laughs> <laughs> turns off at the end of episode three. Just one more episode. Yeah. And then it fades. Everyone just goes, no thanks. Yeah. But he, it turns out in part four that Cleek hasn't shot the Doctor at all. He shoots Callum. No, someone Aww. did a classic. No. Jump on the way. Yeah. Ten minutes. No. No. Oh. oh. Someone oh, did no. it. What is it? The meme? It's weird. Weird nerds and uh, Elon, Elon Musk. Musk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> done yeah. that. The Simpsons meme. Exactly. Definitely. So um, he, uh, Callum's been shot, and you think, oh, he's dead, but he isn't dead. He's just been wounded, and he's going, mm-hmm. they're just demonstrating the power of the gun. And you're like, mm-hmm. all right, yeah. I'm not sure about that. At the end of the last episode, it seemed definite that you were. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Then Cleek calls down the chamber. He literally opens the hatch and goes, Cyber Leader, are you there? <laughs> like, ah, uh, when I'm calling you. There's nobody here but us chickens, he says in his Cyberman voice. <laughs> the Cybermen also, um, in uh, part three, have to go, we're the most powerful race in the world, but we've been up for 20 minutes, we need to regenerate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking useless, isn't it? I love literally... that where it's like the, um, the Cyber Leader's been on a heavy night out, and he's like, yeah. please help me through the Uber. <laughs> Just get me Wait, my wallet. Get me a kebab that's actually a pit of bread with nuts and bolts in it. Because <laughs> wakes up in the morning. Nuts and bolts. Of course I do. And he wakes up in the morning next to a Dalek. Bloody hell, what happened? <laughs> Can I <laughs> call you? <laughs> it's not you, it's me. Um, <laughs> Where are my pants? Oh, God. Um, anyway, so that's a good job. Um, Do I have to pay you? No. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. I thought it was implicit. No, it's not. I'm not. <laughs> Jesus. Um, so, um, the, so Cleek calls to the cyber leader who sort of calls out like, all right, hey, up. <laughs> um, and um, they go, um, whilst you've been up here and we've been trying to kill you, don't worry, we, mm. we, we, we've been having fun because mm. we managed to get hold of Toblerone, whatever he's called, and um, we, we've modified him, the, yes. the, the big thug. And he's Ooh. not quite done, is he? But he's got he's got like a silver arm, isn't he? Which he puts yeah, under yeah, a little cloak. Yes. Under um, a little cloak. The little flippers that they have. The little flippers. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's been half half modified, but he's all yeah. like, I'm under control of the Cybermen. That's all. <laughs> but we've got the classic yeah. struggle within to come as well, haven't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the, yeah the doctor goes, fight it, fight it. And then he goes, all right, I've done that. Oh, 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 little bloody fuss was about um, so um, so the so the cyber leader goes Toberman come up and so Toberman's like ha 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 I'm evil now mm. and um, Krieg bargains with cyber leader um, so if they just get together that they could both control Earth at the same time ooh um, and this, uh, yeah ooh and you, again you like look at just take I mean, one second of what you're looking at. They're I not going to say... I mean, they're going to They're gonna not yeah. going to go... Yeah, they're not going to go, oh, yeah, lovely, Archie. Yeah, lovely. <laughs> so stupid, isn't it? So the Cybermen decide, instead of killing everyone, which they've been trying to do since episode one, they'll just imprison them for a bit. That's what they'll do instead. Sure. But what they do is they go, we'll put you in the weaponry arsenal. Oh, no, what have we yeah. done? What a mistake I don't make up. So, so basically, everyone is in prison. About uh, once more, Poro Victoria is taken hostage again. Yeah, um, yeah. So once by Kafton, now by uh, Kleeg, uh, now by Kleeg. 
Um, but unfortunately, um, and then the cyber leader uh, goes into not the weapon artery, um, arsenal room, but the other room which Victoria got trapped in, and oh, says yeah. he need, and says he needs to recharge. So he gets in, and then they trap him in. And he goes, ah, ha, 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 <laughs> and then he just punches his way out. But he does, yeah. Very cardboard. It's very cardboard, isn't it? Yeah. But do you know what? I forgive it that because the rest of the sets are looking so nice. Um, so who's putting the Cyberman logos everywhere? <laughs> is it like the Cyber Banksy? I was yeah. about to say it's a, it's a Cyber Banksy, isn't it? Yeah, it's definitely. It's two Cybermen kissing, and it's like that's meant mm. to mean something. Yeah. Like, yeah. I like the way one is holding a balloon. <laughs> it really speaks to me. <laughs> Have you seen Cyber Banksy's new one? It's lovely. It's it's a Dalek on a bath uh, on a bath night. It's lovely. <laughs> it's searingly political. Um, <laughs> So, uh, yeah, so the Cyberman, um, um, uh, so Cyberleader smashes his way out and the Cybermen start crawling out the hatch. Um, they're now being shot. It's basically a big fight now. Yeah. Um, and then the Doctor and Tobeman go back down into the hatch um, and think we need to end this once and for all and refreeze them. But during the panic and the, and the melee, Klieg follows them, which is mental because it's the one person you should be keeping your eye on, really. Yeah. But um, he follows them. And the Doctor then attempts to refreeze the Cybermen, but Klieg stops him. Mm-hmm. So then the doctor goes, um, oh, this, I mean, it's a bit over eggy, the pudding, but the doctor actually goes, do you know what? I think you're an absolute amazing person. And, yeah. you're, and, and, you're, and your thing is wonderful. In fact, I'd like to help. And Jamie's like, doctor, no. I mean, it's so blatantly obvious. Yes. He's <laughs> flattering him and buttering him up. Jamie's so fucking <laughs> sick. Yeah. yeah doctor. Really it's like you're trying to use some kind of reverse psychology. What are you doing? Yeah. Oh, Doctor, you're saying that to lull him into a... F- oh, sorry, Doctor, you're fucking good that, aren't I? <laughs> oh, Jamie! Um, so the Doctor continues flattering Klieg, um, um, but then abandons that and goes, Oh, actually, no, I've decided you're fucking mad, you are. You're absolutely... Even he abandons... Even he abandons that. He does you're absolutely off your rocker. Yes, he does yeah, the full, you, yeah. you're a mentalist yeah. and then drives away <laughs> <laughs> and during all of this this, this the, the doctor talking to Klieg and the Klieg and all that there's a Cyberman just very slowly walking up towards Klieg from behind mm-hmm. and then just kills him <laughs> yeah, oh well there you go <laughs> <laughs> and then it's a massive shootout now isn't it and for some reason I wish we've seen this later on in Doctor Who's the Cyberman likes a lot of aliens are full of shaving foam yeah. <laughs> they're just full, packed full of shaving foam aren't they that's so weird. None of them got beards, though, have they? None of them. <laughs> <laughs> so it works. Yeah. It does work. <laughs> um, and then I don't know how that the Doctor sort of, like, refreezes all the Cybermen. I don't know. Like, he doesn't herd them like cats, but for some reason they all well, go well, they back just, to... They just reverse the film, don't they? Yeah, they yeah, reverse yeah, the film. Yeah, they just go back in again. I don't mind that, but it's... it's uh, how does the Doctor... I can't. I can't even remember how the doctor goes. Can you all go back to your your beds? And they all go. Yeah, it's all, yeah, it's all right then. Mm. And then right, I'm going to I'm going to refreeze you. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, okay, that's that's fine then. Um, <laughs> uh, and the cyber leader who you thought was dead, being shot, yeah. isn't dead, um, and runs after them all. But they're all now running out the door, and they reseal the door. And the cyber leader's like, no. Well, is have we missed the bit where run um, where Toberman picks up the cyber leader and just slams? <laughs> Yes, slam, slam dunks him. Yeah. yeah. Fucking incredible. Yeah. I, wonder if, incredible. I wonder if the makers of Return of the Jedi watch this scene. Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. Mm. No. Yeah. Oh, no, it's not that. Not when he says no, but it's no, when he, he throws him no, off the, uh, the Brit. Yeah, crucially, he doesn't say no. Yes. 
Oh, and of course, um, as the as they leave the chamber, the Doctor re-electrifies the door as well, very handily. Oh, yeah. So the cyber leader electrifies himself as he tries to open oh, yes. the door and yeah. slumps yeah. down. And you're like, oh, that's the end of the Cybermen. And then just as... And literally, I mean, I've never seen a faster exit in no. any Doctor Who. No. The Doctor doesn't even <laughs> say goodbye. They just, they just fuck off, literally. I mean, um, and like all you see is one his maintenance. Lo- <laughs> I presume he needed. I presume Trojan just needed a shit behind a rock. Yeah. And just <laughs> it's unbelievable. And all, uh, but there's one thing still out there, and that's a tiny little cyber map. Dum dum dum. Which is go- just going to do nothing. I presume. So there you go. Tyrone's <laughs> ass. Yeah. That, and that was the complicated overcast tomb of the bloody Cybermen. Oh my god. Oh my word. Oh, oh John, I get the impression you didn't like it much. I didn't like it at all, no. But oh, really? <laughs> you need to go first because it's your. I do. No, first of all, what do we score it 100 out of? Cybermats? It's. Cyber Banksies? Cyber Banksies. Cyber Banksies. Cyber Banksies. Yeah. Okay, so, so it's out of Cyber Banksies. Uh, All right. Paul, what I'm, are you going to give it? I, 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 I genuinely thought it was a hoot. I really yeah. loved it. Uh, I know some of the early Doctors can be a bit pedestrian and a bit slow. Mm. I know it's a four-parter, but um, my only complaint is there's just too many people in it. But I yeah. love the look of the Cybermen. I love the way they sound. Um, I love the idea that it's mankind that causes the problem. We awakened them and they went, brilliant, we'll take over the world. Yeah. Um, and it, it's as simple as that. Um, well, I kind of love the way the Doctor allows them to make all the mistakes <laughs> <laughs> and goes well I, well I wouldn't have done that but mm. again it lets people be killed for it which is very odd um, I just loved it I don't know maybe I was in a really good mood I just thought it was really good fun um, mm-hmm. so I'm going to give it 60 Cyber Banksies 60 oh. yeah I thought I loved it Oh, fair enough. Um, I'm going. I'd say I think it's. I, I love the sets. I think they're very good. I think Troughton has never been better. Yeah, he's um, great. He's so good, and he's so like cantankerous, and he keeps on sort of dropping little hints about how to solve all the problems and everything, and that's really yeah. fun. Um, and I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go quite high on this one. I'm gonna go eighty-five. Jesus. <laughs> okay, let's get ready for a four. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I've got no complaints with Trout, and I love him. Yeah. Right. Um, he's a fantastic doctor. Mm. Uh, and Jamie's fun. And like I say, I got a bit of a Prometheus vibe from it, and there were nice yeah. sets and everything, and the Cybermen are fun. But it's just too long. There's it's so, <laughs> too many people. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, too, it's a two-episode story, maybe a three, but not a four. Right, uh, and I just, I just found it torturous towards the end because, and that's not anybody's fault because it's you know the time it is and they're trying to do these fight bits and it's a bit chaotic. Um, yeah. So I'm going to give it um, twelve. Thanks, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Cybermats. Wow, oh, that's lovely. Mm-hmm. That's lovely because I mean you have given something zero before. Yeah. I believe, so I've given that's... minuses before. Is yeah, this the biggest disparity we've had of any of any story? I think so. Ooh, I because know. it's 157, which will be oh, controversial. Oh, I'm glad. I think. Mm. Yeah, I'm glad. I just, I think it's. I, I, if I think about all the Cybermen stories, I prefer this Trouton one to a lot of the much later ones, which are just stupid. Yeah. <laughs> well, this was very simple. We we go into a tomb, we wake them up, they cause chaos, and we fucking run away. Mm-hmm. Perfect yeah, yeah. for me. Perfect really for fun. me. And I, I, it's just seeing Troughton is always just a joy. I think. Yeah. Um, he's so good. He is. Yeah. <laughs> do we have correspondence though? We do, but not a lot for tombs, I'm afraid. Oh, oh. that's okay. Unless there's uh, more here. No. In fact, okay. we have none. <laughs> uh, well, there's only a couple, I'm afraid. Uh, okay. Color Horizon, Horizon Review says Tomb 
Klieg, Parry and Viner is the, probably the greatest love triangle, triangle in the show's history. Poor old Viner <laughs> probably had an arsehole like a desiccated blood orange. Oh, God! <laughs> um, Dave, just Dave, says, Tomb, initially disappointing when it came back. Uh, when it came back and I saw it for the first time, but Troughton is astonishingly good, and in place and, and in places it's legitimately chilling because it's ice tombs. Get it? Oh, very nice, very, oh, very nice. Good. Of course. Yes, yes. Um, ben Thomas says, "Get ready." Uh, Fraser Hines made a pass at Shirley Cooklin, Kaftan, during the filming of Tube of the Simon, not realizing she was the wife of the producer. Can't <laughs> imagine that stopping Troughton. It's wobbly in places, as are some of the performances, and the boom mic appears on screen. Oh, I did notice that, yeah. Yeah, yeah there's uh, a few boom shadows. So often, the operator should have got an acting credit. However, <laughs> they sleep in my mind scene between Troughton and Debbie, wait, where, what ling is unadulterated magic? Yeah. yeah. Fun fact for John. Desmond's Sausage Fingers Llewellyn was originally approached to play <laughs> Professor Parry. Really? Apparently. Oh. Uh, Greg mm. Newport says, Tomb of the Simon. He could have opened, he could have opened those two doors with one oh, fucking yeah. one thumb. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Greg Newport says, Tomb of the Cybermen, where Mary Whitehouse's mind's eye first reared up at the sight of Cybermen, writhing in its own creamy white fluid. Oh. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> and I'm just checking. Oh, Andy Parkinson says, Tomb. Looks amazing. The music is eerie and Trouton steals every scene. Okay, the £50 reward dates it and the controller's head looks like a bellend, but the biggest (laughs) issue is the doc knows what's in the tomb. Why does he help? 80 out of 100 who shut the hatch when the cybers first hibernated. Good point. Uh, Maybe it's automatic. Toby Haydoke. Yay! Tomb. £50 to the one who gives this the highest score. I'm old (laughs) enough to remember when this didn't exist. Just having it makes me all fuzzy. Merison excels in a small role. The opening film work is amazing and the cyber emergence is glorious. 75 yeah. space anoraks out of 100. Yeah. <laughs> they do uh, say anorak a lot, don't they? they do. In this episode, it's very strange. Um, Mark. Mark. He says, I remember Tomb being found. Always felt uncomfortable about the white squiggle effect. All the regulars, especially Troughton, who had some classic one-liners, are on top form. Oh, yeah, we well, should say that I enjoyed his joke about them saying they were having a metal breakdown. That's yes. fun, isn't it? Yes. Oh, Doctor. Sorry. <laughs> uh, guess that's, good. Ill. that's good, I like that. I like that. Oh, You're messily, messily ill. ill. Yeah. Yeah. They metal... They, uh, me- they should be they should be shut away in a metal asylum. Nice. Like, calm, calm down. Yeah, nice. yeah. Doctor, calm they're, down. <laughs> their least favourite song is gold! Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Doctor, how do you know that song already? <laughs> a stainless steel atorium. <laughs> If things get bad, they could call a copper. (laughs) And they've they've got some brass neck. (laughs) Metal to meet you, sorry. (laughs) Platinum. Make any sense at all? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Sorry, sorry, Marky. Guest cast is all top notch too. Like a fifty sci-fi movie more than a low-budget TV show, which I think is fair. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Rob Leonard says, regardless of all else, the single greatest thing about Tomb is when the Cybe emerges from the hatch. Yeah. It's accidentally hit full in the face, and you can very clearly hear the actor inside go, ooh. As I he, thought he holds his head. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. Oh, yeah. you bugger. <laughs> There's a point where they get hit, and just one of them goes, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. Can, can I take that again? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> right, it turns out maybe because Twitter is dying. There's loads of Tomb, but when I looked oh. a minute ago, I couldn't find any. Here we go. Tim Coleman, Tomb, Stoke Classic, Nightmare on Planet. 
Planet B jams and scares <laughs> scares put to the frozen. Sorry, I'll start again. Tomb, Stone Cold Classic, Nightmare on Planet B jams and scares <laughs> to put the frozen shits up you. Okay, Cyber Controller has to walk slowly or his brain falls off. <laughs> <laughs> the Cyber Man look a bit like Gons from Great Hill. <laughs> Rarely have cyber stories been cooler. 85 Vianettas out of 100. Oh, nice, <laughs> nice. Ben Cowdell says, Tomb, I use logicians to detonate intense, intensely silly people as they fall hook, line, and sinker to the Cyberman's trap. The doctor helping the fools to their fate with the puzzles. Uh, Andrew F says Tomb of the Cybermen not a huge fan of this one thank you Andrew oh. though the tomb set is amazing given the resources available the scene with the doctor telling Victoria about his family makes it all worthwhile though yeah. one of Troughton's best moments Oh, uh, that's lovely Nick Burden tombs some amazing Troughton moments seriously scary Cyber moments spoiled a little by repeatedly going in and out and in and out of the tomb and the sing song ayoo noises from the Cybermen maybe they were trying to sing the theme tune imagine my shock later when sat at an engineering maths lecture finding out all the cup function symbolic logic stuff is actually real oh, I felt wow. like completely out of my depth Eric Killig it's <laughs> a nice uh, touch. And yeah. Alex Brogan. Oh, Alex Brogan, wonderful man of many voices. Yeah. He says, Tomb of the Cybermen reckon the evil brotherhood of logicians is based on Mensa. That would explain why their plan is so uh, eccentrically der brained. Also, the Doctor reconstructs the JFK assassination and Clive Merrison vanish- vanishes into thin air. <laughs> That's all yeah. the correspondence for this week. Thank you very much, sir. Yeah. Well, there you go. That was Tomb of the Side Men. And um, yes. thank you so much for listening. And I, I do apologize for lack of intro. <laughs> but we will, we will be back. We will be back well. with, a, with another choice cut from the. Mm. Uh, how do I finish this? Choice cut from the brasserie mm. that is Doctor, Doctor Who's Who? Delicatessen Tardis and Classic monster, another another cl- brilliant Who monster. Knows? Who knows? Who knows what will happen? Yeah. Until then, keep all the wills on the ground and look. Goodbye. The the ground. Goodbye. Uh, goodbye. Goodbye. Uh, Doing side man. Goodbye. Goodbye. Started way above par, finished way below. That was the week that was. It's over, let it slide. That was the week that was. I took him at his word, he took me for a ride. Like Monday, we met up at somebody's pad. I don't recall much but the kissing we had. Like Tuesday was whose day for making a scene. Like his day, cause his way was moody and mean. Like Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, I told him to pack. Then I cried all weekend, cause he didn't come back. Hello, Steve here. It's Brenda. Ah, well, um, Steve's not here. Um, this is Norm. It sounded like Steve. Yes, well, he left a message. What did it say? Go out and get some taffeta lace. It's a goodbye. Goodbye? Goodbye. That was the week that was. It's over. Let it go. That was the week that was. I've got a lot to say, but nothing left to show. On Monday. 
Sunday he gave me no beautiful things On Tuesday no diamonds, on Wednesday no rings On Thursday he failed to add gold to my stack On Friday no mink found its way to my back Saturday is known to be my best shopping day But I soon found out that he was giving nothing away Hello, Steve here It's Brenda you are elusive. Yes, I suppose I am a bit of a tartar. <laughs> tartar? Tartar. That was the week that was. It's over, let it be. That was the week that was. It may have been all right for you, but not for me. That was the week that was. It's over, let it go. Oh, what a week that was. That was the week that was. Hello, Steve here. It's Brenda. Are you coming round? Yes, well, of course, I mean, I'd adore to, but you'll see, I'm just off to Spain to um, stay in a hacienda. Hacienda? Hacienda the affair. 